So for most of my life, I have been a Windows user. Aside from a few Apple II machines from my childhood, Microsoft's desktop OS was really my only option at home, at school, and then at work. And so that's what I used. And for the most part, that uh, never really bothered me. I was okay with it. And I learned to make Windows meet my needs. I'd even say I became somewhat of a Windows enthusiast. And my only experience with the Macintosh, the Mac, Mac, Mac OS, OS X, was via OmniFocus, a program that was so good and so tuned to how I thought about productivity that I went to the lengths of jury-rigging a Mac OS virtual machine just to run OmniFocus. All of that changed in July when I switched to using a Mac as my full-time machine. But the journey hasn't quite been the joyride promised by those old Mac versus PC commercials. Um, there have been some positives. There have also been some negatives. Here are some thoughts on the Mac from a longtime Windows user. First, the good. Um, after years spent switching between a Windows host machine and a Mac OS client VM, it's nice to have all of my software integrated into a single platform again. I don't have to shut down two machines at day's end, although I'll say more about that in a second. Um, plus, it's easier to move data around. For example, I can now use AppleScript to push my work emails to OmniFocus in just a few keystrokes. And it's not just OmniFocus either. I love the attention that macOS gets from small independent developers with an eye for well-designed software. Drafts, Fantastical, Tweetbot, each are now indispensable parts of my daily workflow on the Mac. And none of these apps really have true equivalents in the Windows world. Yes, there are plenty of imitators, but if you look at the software quality, the fit and finish, the polish, um, the Mac OS indie developer community it's just uh, heads and shoulders above what you get in the Windows world. But that brings me to the bad stuff, and it's a long list. Windows may lack polished indie apps, but there's a corresponding problem on the Mac, the other side of the coin. There's a lot of underbaked enterprise-grade software on the Mac. Microsoft Office is far superior on Windows. It's faster, it's more reliable, it's uh, got more features. So I'm forced to keep a PC at hand just so that I can occasionally boot into Windows to check the formatting of an email or PowerPoint deck. So much for simplifying, right? And, and the problem extends beyond Microsoft's app suite. Cisco's WebEx, that mainstay of enterprise uh, platforms, enterprise uh, networks, it's terrible. It's terrible on every platform, but it's even worse on the Mac. It takes me twice as long to join a meeting as my Windows running colleagues, and entire features, like, for example, the ability to choose which display you screen share, they're entirely missing from the Mac app. It's a pretty bedrock feature for a web conferencing application. Here's another complaint. The PDF export options built into macOS, they are really subpar. Back on Windows, the print dialog allowed me to format the PDF just right before I printed. 
But on the Mac, PDF exports are a maddening guessing game, even if you have Acrobat installed. Now, this might be related to sandboxing or security. Maybe Adobe can't present more options than it currently does, but that's really no excuse for a degraded user experience. All right, so this next one isn't a software issue, but I do not understand the MacBook's charging brick design. On the one hand, I do like being able to disconnect the USB-C cable and wrap it up separately. On the other hand, because that brick plugs directly into the power outlet, it can easily drop out depending on what angle it's sitting at and, and the slot design on the outlet itself. That never happened with the admittedly clunkier two-corded PC adapters I'm more used to. Finally, a minor, a minor quibble uh, with Mac OS. I miss being able to pin documents to the right-click menu for each app in the taskbar on Windows, dock on the Mac. Yes, docked apps have an open recent command, but it doesn't allow me to pin files, and it's only available when the app itself is open. So I've got to launch the app, wait for that list to populate, and hope that it's going to show up there. Uh, oh, I, I said that was the last thing. It's not. Windows is far ahead of the Mac when it comes to arranging your apps on screen. Snapping Windows, uh, little W Windows, is so natural and functional that it makes the Mac's split view feel like a bad joke. Yes, you can install third-party utilities uh, that imitate Windows' built-in behavior. I use Magnet myself. But that functionality should really just come out of the box. All right, and now a few ugly complaints about the Mac. Primarily, Mac OS feels slow. Say what you will about Microsoft's OS, but Windows feels downright snappy compared to the sluggish Mac interface. On the Mac, it takes longer to launch programs, longer to switch between them, and longer to close them at the end of the day. Uh, relatedly, Mac OS's penchant for animating everything too often gets in my way. You don't have to show me the app window expanding to fill the screen. Just fill the screen. Windows somehow felt closer to the metal for me, even if it, that wasn't technically true. Next, in terms of ugly complaints, the Mac, uh, it, its approach to window management makes very little sense to me. Uh, closing a window doesn't close the app. It just keeps running in the background and consuming resources. To exit an app via the mouse, on Windows, you click the X in the corner. On the Mac, you have to right-click its icon in the dock and select Quit, um, like an animal, right? Another complaint about window management, you can't click an app in the dock to bring up all of its current windows or click it again to hide them all at once. And the maximize command requires a modifier key to execute. Um, that's a single click on windows as well. Uh, another ugly complaint, there's something wonky about macOS's Bluetooth stack, at least on my machine and in um, High Sierra and Mojave. Uh, I can't use both my Bluetooth mouse, which is a pretty standard Logitech model, and my Plantronics headset at the same time. When I connect both devices, the headset audio is really choppy. It's stuttery. Now, this is apparently a known issue, and there are some workarounds, 
but I never encountered this on the PC. Last little complaint, um, and this is probably outing myself as a non-credible geek, and Mac experts might roll their eyes, but I'm uncomfortable making changes to the system via, via the terminal. I'm always afraid that I'll break something and be unable to revert to the defaults. Dare I say this? I, I almost prefer the Windows registry, where I can easily verify the original setting, jot it down, and then restore it if things go awry. Now, I, I would actually like to know, I'm probably overlooking something about how preferences work uh, and options work on Mac, and uh, if you have information on that, feel free to pass it along. So to be fair, many of these complaints boil down to my own unfamiliarity. The truth is that I know Windows better. It's Windows, uh, on Windows, keyboard shortcuts are instinctive and the UI makes more sense. And I know how to work around its quirks. Mac OS then is the, is the devil I don't know, right? I often feel as if I'm groping around in the dark. To some extent, I'm, I'm caught between worlds at this point. I wouldn't voluntarily switch back to Windows since I now rely on apps that are only supported on Apple's platforms. But I'm at the same time, I'm hesitant to invest a lot of time mastering macOS, because, um, both because of the annoyances I've listed uh, in this podcast, and also because of the Mac's uncertain future relative to iOS. Fill me in. Are there things I'm overlooking about the Mac? Have I given it short shrift? Have I not been fair in my complaints? Let me know. Hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Matt Hauger, H-A-U-G-E-R. The podcast is Careful Tech at carefultech.net. I'd love to hear from you on Anchor if you want to drop me a voicemail. Uh, Anchor.fm is the site. Uh, In any case, thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.